Welcome back to Over Here. My name is Nick Finzer, and today we have a great guest. Today we are chatting with alto saxophonist and composer, band leader, Danny Janklo. Danny lives in Los Angeles, California, and after doing his undergraduate studies in Philly and spending some time in New York, back in L.A. doing his thing, and we released an album 2017 called Elevation of Danny's, and that was in October of that year. And now, a year and a half later, it's time to release an EP by Danny called Worlds Collide, featuring some really great musicians from both coasts. And I had a little bit of an accident with the audio uh, from my side, so I'm going to reinsert some of the questions that I asked Danny. But if there's any a little bit of weirdness in the back and forth between the two of us, that would be the reason. But Danny had a lot of great things to say, and I didn't want to just delete the whole episode. Uh, and start over from scratch. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Danny. And uh, this is Danny right after I introduced him, kind of like I am now. Hey, Nick, man, thank you for having me. Um, well, what's been up has been a lot of really a lot of cool stuff. I think since Elevation um, came out in 2017, uh, you know, it, 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 it generated a lot of a lot of press and a lot of cool things. I mean, it was it was definitely uh, it did really well on the radio. It was on, you know, the the top charting of the radio uh, stations all over the United States and Canada for five or six weeks straight. It was in the top uh, thirty or fifty or whatever. But it was it, it really did well, and then we got a lot of buzz uh, off that record. And and since then, honestly, um, I've seen a steadily but slow, steady, steady rise in in um in, in what I've been up to. Um, you know the collaborations uh, that I've been getting into have been getting deeper, and 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 um, and, and the musicians that I'm working with uh, have have just grown, uh, and, and my community has grown uh, so much uh, around what I've been doing, and and people have taken more uh, chances in believing in me and my vision, and I'm just very happy that uh, that elevation was well received, and I I want to thank you guys for for all the help that you did to put uh, elevation out in 2017. It was a lot of fun, man, and still the radio stations are still playing it, um, still getting a lot of love on Spotify. We 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 were number one with Philifornia. This the I guess the, the the hit song off Elevation was Philifornia, and it did really well on State of Jazz playlist. It was up there for like three or four weeks, uh, and and a lot of people all over the world uh, have reached out. And since then, actually, um, <laughs> I, I I re I revisited Philifornia and 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 on Instagram and, and allowed people to kind of. Uh, do this Philifornia challenge, which was which was really kind of an experiment for me because I'd never done something like that. But um, it was really inspiring to see all these people learn that song and all over the world and post videos of themselves and uh, and and their stories behind how they got to the song were really amazing and very inspiring. And um, so the social media connection has grown uh, seriously, like way more than I ever thought it would. And uh, and that's also because of the music that we put out and and uh, and. and and the engagement that I, I choose to, to have a uh, very um, uh, uh, intimate engagement with my audience online, uh, voicing very uh, deep truths and vo- voicing um, a lot of really uh, kind of deep, deep inner, inner spiritual uh, 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 opinions about, about art and music and stuff like that. So I really want to also credit the, the love that, that I get. It's a two way street, you know, these days it's a two way street, you know, the, the love has to be from the fans and also from the artist. Um, so it's really a two way street and we're really, I'm, I'm really excited about how it's going. 
So that leads me kind of to the first thing that I wanted to ask you about, which was you have such a great presence online, on Instagram, sharing stuff all the time. And I know you had some stuff happening with your Filifornia challenge and also just sharing a lot of stuff about you and your life um, on Instagram. And so what could you share about what your approach is to all of that kind of stuff? Well, so the approach that I've been taking is is that, you know, I, I, I'd like to think of myself and also I think of you as this as, as like a music communitarian. I mean, we're, we're really, we're, we're people uh, that, that really believe in the community and believe that we need a village. We, it takes a village to make a difference. And it's, that's a very true statement. Um, and, and in my life, uh, none of this is for me. You know what I mean? The, the way I think of it, like the, none of the music that I make and none of the, the, uh, anything, none, none of, none of the things that I'm doing is actually for me. I mean, it's really for the community because, uh, we're, we're all just kind of vessels of, 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 you know, our own energy and our own spirit. And with that being said, without getting too heady or too spiritual, um, I think where the way I approach, um, doing, doing this, the social media, uh, engagement is really like, uh, allowing people to participate. You know I mean? I think a lot of people are, uh, especially in the jazz culture are really non-inclusive and it really, it really, it hurts my heart to see, um, uh, a culture that's so warm and that embraced me. I'm talking about Black American culture and Black American music that embraced me at, at a young age, and, I, and I've and I've been able to come in contact with some of the incredible greats of the music uh, that have since, you know, a lot of them have since died, and some of them are since are still around. But uh, the culture that embraced me uh, was inclusive, and 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 it was inclusive because I showed the passion and love to, to, to want to be there. And they, and they loved me too. And I think the essence of the music is really a very joyous, inclusive, loving, compassionate music. And it's very community driven and it takes, um, giving people a chance and giving people the, the intent to, to participate and to learn the music and to learn it the right way and not, and not be, um, um, subject to uh, uh, certain academic agendas and certain um, other things that that really get in the way of of the culture and the spirituality of the music. Um, so, with that being said, I've I've been really embracing, um, you know, my audience and their participation, and also embracing uh, the history of the music and teaching them about the lineage of the music and the spiritual uh, message within the vocabulary of the music. Because I think a lot of people. Um, in this day and age, haven't quite, um, maybe, maybe haven't quite realized it, but also quite, I haven't quite gotten to the point where they're, uh, uh, maybe they're a little too fearful to, to talk about some of these things that really need to be talked about. But, uh, to me, it's very, it's very deep truths, very, very important stuff. And, um, and the music is, it has shown me so much, uh, growth and, and, and has taken me to so many amazing places. And, uh, it's, it's sort of my, my, um, my cultural obligation, uh, so to speak, to, to, to talk about these kind of things and to share that with my audience and to, and to grow and to elevate, uh, our consciousness about the music and about what we're actually doing with, with the music. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's a great point and I'm glad that you're able to share with everyone what you think about that. Totally. And, you know, I think sometimes that I realize that I take for granted all the things that I know about jazz and the music and the history and 
just kind of take for granted and a lot of young people don't even know it. Absolutely. And and one of the thing this is this is this brings up a very very solid point that you made. Uh, one of the things that I started to realize, one of the things that I started realizing um, was that well, I'm nearly I'm turning 30 this year, May 24th, and and actually if you're around on that date, May 24th in Los Angeles, I will be celebrating my 30th birthday uh, with with a with our EP release slash birthday party at the Blue Whale, uh, May 24th. Save that date. Um, and, th- and thank you all for checking out the EP so far. I mean, uh, the, the love that we've gotten is amazing, by the way, uh, worlds collide is out. Um, but, uh, we will be playing a lot of that music at the whale. Um, anyways, what I'm trying to say is that our generation, you're a little bit, I think you're around the same age. We're, we're around the same age. We're around the same generation, let's say. So yeah, my birthday is the 22nd, just two days. before. That's yours. amazing. So we're exactly, we're, yeah, and I turned 30 last year. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, I mean, with that being said, we're like, we're exactly the same generation. And, and our generation has had the unique ability um, in this day and age in 2019. We actually have come in contact and work with the masters and, 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 what, and, and experience the, the actual sacred uh, vocabulary um, firsthand and shook hands with these people and, and experienced their energy and learned from them. But this next generation won't be as fortunate. Unfortunately, they won't. And, and I think it's our social obligation to bridge the gap um, and, and, and educate. Um, and, I mean, really, it's, 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 if we're not going to do it, um, especially as, as people that are in connection with a lot of people all over the world, social media influencers, so to speak, if we're not going to um, bridge the gap, then who will? And that's and that's something that I really uh, something that's been really resonating deeply inside of me is is that sort of a social obligation to bridge the gap um, for this next generation that really uh, has a lack of resources and maybe also an inundation. There's too much there's too much information to know what the truth really is because we're in this Internet experience. And really, I mean, there's access to too much music. And, and what that does is, is, is create holes and flaws in, in, in our development when we're actually really seeking um, to grow, as, let's say, as, as musicians. You know, we really have to check out the stuff that, that the lineage, and, and, and I can't say it in any other way, but, but to say that the lineage um, has been celebrated and has been created by uh, a, a historic plethora of incredible black American musicians. Um, and it's very important to to do that research and to do that homework and to uh, study it, man. And not just study it, like live it and breathe it. And that's the only way. That's really the only way. Yeah, I think we're both kind of on the same page about, you know, where the music came from and where it's headed and the kind of people you want to hang around and the kind of people we need to give credit to for all the f- people that have come before us. And, you know, not a lot of people are brave enough to speak up about it and you know, it's hard to bring up sometimes, but I mean, I'm right with there with you. I believe what you're saying is the truth and that, you know, we have to pay homage where homage is due. It's, it's a very interesting, yeah, it's a very interesting uh, topic because I think, and I think it's never been more important to talk about because I think there's, there's this, uh, for lack of a better word, there's a systemic um, culture void that's that's happening you know there's a there's a void that that happens within the university system that that uh culturally gets 
sucked. Like this, the culture gets sucked out of the music because, I mean, quite honestly, you can't really teach culture. And, and, and instead, the universities oftentimes, you know, replace culture with what becomes an academic agenda, which is, I think, sometimes very harmful to the music. So um, I think what's really important about social media is that it really is an unfiltered thing. You know, I, I, fortunately, I've been able to teach in a lot of universities and a lot of schools and stuff like that. But a lot of those places, you can't even really, it, it's all filtered. I mean, you can't really talk about the stuff that we're talking about because you're going to upset people and you're going to, and you're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to, uh, make people, uh, a little bit racially like uncomfortable. But the truth is it's not really about the race and it's not really about the color of my skin or anybody else's skin. It's about the truth of the lineage of the history of the music. And there's a spiritual component that was encoded in it and, and it's deep in the music. And, and, uh, whether you, whether, whether that person acknowledges the greatness of jazz trombone from black American musicians or not, the truth is, um, we wouldn't be here studying or talking about the music without those musicians. Absolutely, man. Now, just to kind of change gears a little bit, kind of staying on this topic of social media, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit more about that California challenge of yours. I kind of missed the beginning of it. I saw all the postings you were making and all the students and other saxophonists that were checking it out. But could you tell a little more about the backstory of that whole little project? Oh, okay. So, um, so the idea, the idea kind of was, it, it kind of came to me uh, when I saw I saw some other um, some some people posted them learning California, some alto players from one from the Ukraine and uh, this girl from the Ukraine, um, and then uh, a dude named Trey Trey from DC. Uh, they posted some videos of them, them playing you near know, the A sections of California, and it's funny because. California actually started as a saxophone exercise that like I developed, you know, cause it was like kind of a warm up exercise, honestly. And so it's like, it gets that low, the low B flat on the horn, the bottom note really like fuzzy and like, and then it kind of deals with some, you know, mechanics on the horn to get your fingers warmed up. And so, and then I kind of wrote the bridge like after that and, and, and it came together, you know, in a very weird way. It was a very strange, uh, uh, uh connection between, between writing it, honestly, like it took, it took, a long time in a way to conceptualize what I wanted. And then it finally came together like right before we recorded it. It was really amazing. But, um, California, the California challenge started cause I saw these people like, you know, posting themselves. And then I realized I was like, wow, this would be kind of a cool, um, experience to try to see, you know, I, I've done another challenge before where like, I, you know, I asked, um, you know, students to, uh, not students, but younger musicians to maybe, you know, if they want, if they want to take, take a free Skype lesson with me, you know, like, maybe transcribe like a little bit of my, one of my solos and like post it and I'll, and I'll, you know, kind of, you know, be the judge, so to speak, and, and see who I want to give a free Skype lesson to. But on this one, it was more, it was all, it was just all love because I was posting every single person on my story. And I think that was the, that was sort of the, um, the, the win for every, it was a win-win for everybody, the way I think about it, because, you know, it was like, I was enjoying watching people learning my music um, I was able to share that with my audience, and they were also able to get some love and and uh, get some recognition for uh, for for their playing and their work and and their um, their experience learning the song. So it was like really special, and 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 it really, to be to be quite honest, it was it was it exceeded my expectations. I mean, um, and, and the audience participation really was like 
through the roof and uh and a lot of different people on on all different kind of instruments and we, we had a we had a vibes player jake chapman from uh from new york uh chime in there and we had a clarinet player go in but it mostly it was a lot of sax players but um it was cool to see see the variation of of you know because it is kind of a difficult melody but uh they did a really good job and it was a lot of fun yeah man it's like you're really activating your community and getting them all involved and having a fun a fun and awesome thing to do for all of them absolutely and it was really it was really uh it really stems from that but it also um helped uh to kind of uh re resurge let's say resurge the album elevation right before we we dropped uh some new stuff um and and i thought i think that was a really fun uh experience also to see people like you know vamp you know ramped up about the music that we had already released and and getting back into it and then um and then and then getting really excited for the for the the new ep to come out so i think all in all was it was just an incredible experience to engage uh in that way and uh i wouldn't change a thing (laughs) so let's change gears a little bit and kind of switch back to what we have here now from elevation uh let's talk about the new ep let's talk about it worlds collide tell us the story of the music the players the whole process and just uh go from there absolutely would love to talk about it um so this was a really special week that we had in new york city um i uh in in 2018 um went out to do an east coast tour um touring the music uh, of Elevation. We went to Philadelphia, played the Center City Jazz Festival, and then we did five nights at Disney's in New York City. And during those five nights, uh, we I mean, again, another, another situation, and this is why I called the record Worlds Collide, another situation where um, certain intuitions inside myself uh, called a collection of people, a quintet of people that, that really... I knew from all different places and they were, they were brothers of mine musically and, and also spiritually um, uh, that I've grown a lot with over the years from very different uh, places. You know, um, we had Stephen Feifke on the piano who just absolutely added so much to this record and, and it's just such a monster and was so, just so inspiring every night when we played at Dizzy's. Um, we got Joshua Crumbly who is just a phenomenal bass player. I mean, if you guys are, uh, if you haven't listened to the Worlds Collide, definitely take a listen to his solo on Worlds Collide, uh, the, the first track. It's just monstrous. I mean, you know, Jonathan Pinson, the drummer who's on the record, who's one of my one of my best friends and uh, and 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 absolutely like a huge uh, uh, colleague that's that's helped me uh, put together my music and put together my career from the very beginning. We've known each other for a very very long time. Um, he was over at the house yesterday and we were, uh, listening to the record and, and it came to Josh's solo and we were just like, Josh is just, he's, he's just so incredible. And, and he, uh, is a very unique, uh, bass player. And I think you guys can really, really dig on him. I mean, really a unique, incredible approach to playing upright bass. Um, and, 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 you know, not to discredit cause I, I, I kind of glossed over Jonathan Pinson, but Jonathan Pinson is just so monstrous on the drums, yo, like, uh, having him being a part of this project, uh, musically, um, and being back East with us was, it, it really, like, I wrote a lot of this music with him in mind and for, and for his grooves and for his, uh, his, his aesthetic on the drums. And, and, you know, it just, it feels like, 
it feels so organic to play uh, with him. And I think you guys would, you know, you guys are going to really dig uh, his his playing on this record, uh, Worlds Collide, if you haven't already checked it out. Um, and then last but not least, uh, the great Nick Mancini, who has been a part of uh, Elevation, and he's been a part of my my Los Angeles uh, project um, for since basically the beginning. Um, and uh, Nick really, really is uh, just a dope. He's just a dope uh vibraphonist i mean very very melodic also um very energetic and 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 adds a lot to the texture of my music um and it's just, that group honestly like was so special and everybody since uh working with that group that week has has said that it was absolutely one of the highlights of the year to to do that week in in new york and we were very lucky um uh, that we were able to get in the studio and document um, what we were doing that week and some of the new music that we were playing at Dizzy's. Um, and it was just, uh, I, I, I'm so excited that it's out. I'm so excited that, that, we, that we finally came to this place where we can share it with you guys. Well, I, for one, I'm really happy to be able to get the great music into the world, and you guys really played so great. So I'm really happy uh, to have that music from Worlds Collide out now. So listen to it on your favorite uh, streaming platforms, man. And uh, so now let's change gears again a little bit and update everyone what's been happening uh, since Worlds Collide. What kind of stuff have you been up to? What's coming up? And what else have you been doing? If you if you guys don't know about my my sideman journey, I've been working uh, closely with a lot of great musicians. Um, one of the projects that I've been very involved with, and that and that uh, we have a lot of dates coming up this month. Uh, well, actually, I'm going to roll it back. But basically, I'm headed to uh, 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 Jakarta um, coming up to play with uh, um, John Beasley and Monkestra, which is uh, uh, a group that I've been making records with. Uh, for the last four years, we've been um, uh, four times Grammy nominated, um, and uh, so we're 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 doing uh, uh, some gigs out out of, out of the country, and also with Harvey Mason um, Senior, who's an amazing drummer, um, starting to to do a little touring with him. Um, also, uh, you can be uh, checking out um, my collaboration. There's there's some videos online, but we're we're releasing a record uh, this year. Um, in collaboration, duo collaboration with the great Larry Goldings, um, which will be uh, available soon. I'm not sure how and when he's going to release it, but we've been working on a lot of cool music and very kind of experimental uh, electronic elements to that. Uh, he's a very open-minded musician, and I've learned a lot uh, from collaborating with him. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff. Um, one of the things in March that I'm really excited about is uh, a, a duo concert with the incredible Tamir Handelman, uh, who who uh, is mostly known for, I think, his work with... I, I mean, he's worked with a lot of incredible singers and a lot of incredible artists, but uh, he plays in Clayton Hamilton uh, Orchestra, and he also plays in Jeff Hamilton's trio. And uh, working with him recently also has been... Uh, uh, very exciting. So that gig is uh, on March 16th, and that's a house concert. Um, a pri- not a private house concert, but you can you can get tickets to uh, to see that duo concert uh, March 16th. Um, but there's there's a lot of cool things. You know, I'm going to be visiting uh, different schools coming up, and um, you know, continuing to mentor, continuing to tour, continuing to record, and uh, looking looking forward to getting getting this. You know. 
this record circulated and then uh, working on some new stuff. I think uh, in the future, um, there's definitely uh, a strings project that that Stephen Feifke and I have uh, have talked about um, working on together. And uh, there's a lot of really cool things. I'm very excited about the future um, uh, to come, you know. But uh, the collaborations are, are, are so, so great. And, um, and the musicians that I've been working with have been very blessed to be working with. Amazing, man. So what are some of the places, websites, socials, where people can stay up to date with you and everything that you're up to these days? Totally. I think the best places that, that you can stay up to date with me, um, I list all my gigs on my website at dannyjanklow.com. Um, but also I'm very active on Instagram. Um, so my handle is at Danny Janklow, just my name. Um, but, uh, I, I definitely post, um, you can keep up with what I'm doing and, and see really cool videos that, uh, of rehearsals and, and practicing and also concerts. And, and, uh, I, I tend to, um, be very active on Instagram, uh, because my audience is also very active there. Um, but you can definitely keep in contact with me uh, through those those two platforms, especially. Um, and and there's there's a lot more to come. There's a lot more to come. It's a really great year. Um, one of the also one of the cool things in the summertime, if you're around um, June 21st, I'll be uh, playing the uh, the outdoor free concert uh, LACMA, um, which is the the LA uh, County Museum of Arts. We're going to pl- be playing a free show on June 21st. It's going to be really, really happening. I'm really excited to be back there at LACMA and bring my uh, my band and play some of this new music from the from the new EP. Hey, man, so what did we forget? What is there anything else that you want to get out there into the world right now? I, You know what? I can't think of anything else off the top of my head, but, but um, you know, a lot of things are, are coming up and a lot of things are shifting around um, and... and and uh, this year is very exciting. So please, I, I urge you to definitely uh, uh, follow me on on Instagram, and uh, and we'll you, you'll you'll be able to come be in contact with me, or at least listen to my videos and listen to the record if you're if you're not in the same places as I am. But I'm gonna try to get everywhere. I'm trying to get all around the world, you know. So it's just we'll see in my 30s how much I can handle. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I uh, turn turning 30 this year it pretty much feels the same as 29 did <laughs> feel old man i was the oldest guy on the bandstand uh last night at the at the grammy party i was i was the oldest guy on the bandstand i've never been the oldest guy on the bandstand the 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 young pianist who uh who who hired us for the gig was 20 years old the, the incredible luca mendoza mendoza son of vince mendoza the great arranger and composer here in los angeles brilliant young piano player uh super amazing to play with the next generation that really is very intelligent and very capable of doing incredible things for the music so i'm very stoked uh that i'm working with legendary musicians older musicians people from my generation and also from the generation below feel very honored to be uh within it all well we're so glad uh you could be here today danny thanks so much for being on the show and uh, for your music. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate the interview, and uh, thank you for all you do. Everybody at Outside Outside In Music, thank you so much for everything that you do uh, for the community. And that's Danny Janklow, and this has been another episode of Over Here. So glad you could join us this week. DannyJanklow.com. Follow Danny on Instagram. He's super active there. And uh, check out the new EP on Spotify or whatever place you like to listen. Worlds Collide. 
with Joshua Crumbly on bass, Jonathan Pinson on the drums, Stephen Feifke on the piano, Nick Mancini on the vibes, and Danny Janklow at the helm and playing the alto saxophone. There's so much great music coming out this month, so if you're not subscribed to all of our artists, if you're not subscribed to the podcast to hear about all of our artists, please do so. Check out the YouTube channel where there's great videos coming out every week. We actually have something coming out pretty much every week from now all the way through until June. So it's a busy season for us at Outside In Music. So thanks for being here, and we'll see you next week.